So thankful to be with you for this episode of the program Watch Therefore. And boy, do we have an exciting program. Uh, Bible prophecy is leaping off our new screens today. It's been doing that, but it's doing it again today. And we have a special guest who is a real expert on the things we're going to be discussing today. Uh, Dr. Andy Woods, pastor of Sugarland Bible Church, is our guest on the program Watch Therefore. Thank you for being with us on the program today, Andy. I always appreciate the invitation and an opportunity. Thank you for having me. What a great blessing. And, and I, uh, I want to lead us in a word of prayer, and I don't want to waste any time because we need to hear um, the things that the Lord's put on your heart today and in a book you've written. So, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless this program and bless our precious viewers. We thank you, Holy Father, and our great God and Savior and soon-coming King Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, um, Pastor Andy, when I was a little boy and I was sharing, we were talking about this, uh, my little Jewish mother would talk to me about the things in Hal Lindsey's book. I was about eight years old then, or, or nine or ten, uh, The Late Great Planet Earth, and it was about Ezekiel 38, and here we are, the baton has been handed to us, and here we are, uh, as, as I was driving over here today with my son and producer of the program and, my, and also with my wife, we were talking about how this interview was planned earlier. And while we're driving over here, the Lord knows what he's doing, certainly. <laughs> Russia is invading Ukraine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and we changed what we we're going to be talking about to discuss the things that are in your book the Middle East Meltdown, which we'll be talking about through the program and give you an opportunity to get a copy of as well. So having said all of that, Andy, would you begin to unpack some of the things in Ezekiel 38 and 39 and that are in your book as it, as it pertains to what we're watching today in the news? Mm -hmm. Well, probably the most you know, pertinent thing that everybody's thinking about is Russia. That's right. And when you look at Ezekiel 38, particularly verses, um, oh, I don't know, two through seven, you'll see various names there. Mm -hmm. But one of the key names, in other words, the, the name that seems to be spearheading this invasion, mm -hmm. and that's what Ezekiel 38 is about. It's about a, an invasion of a conglomeration of nations from the north against the land of Israel mm -hmm. in the last days. And all, of all of those different names, the one that seems to be spearheading everything is Rosh. Mm -hmm. And we believe that Rosh is Russia. Yes. And when you go back to a scholar named uh, Gesinius around 1842, okay, uh, and I have, to under, I have to unpack who Gesinius is. Come on. He's not a lightweight, okay? <laughs> he's, he's the real deal. He, you know, all these books behind me, we've got all kinds of, you know, Hebrew dictionaries. Uh -huh. he's, he's the father of what's called lexicography. Wow. Which is the science and art of compiling dictionaries, in this case, you know, Hebrew dictionaries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in one of his scholarly books, he identifies Rosh, and he has the statement in there, undoubtedly the Russians. Yes. 
Now, he made that statement in 1842 when Russia was still a Christian Orthodox country. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, of course, he says they're going to invade Israel, and Israel didn't even exist yet. You have to really believe your Bible <laughs> to believe these things, right? Yeah. At least you did then more than now. Right. And so here we are in our time period, and history has caught up to the interpretation that he gave because, A, you have an Israel in the land that's prospering, yeah. you know, really beginning in 1948, mm -hmm. Israel's War of Independence. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the communist revolution in Russia, mm -hmm. which changed its whole character. And then you have the rise of, the, of Russia as a modern-day superpower, nuclear superpower. Okay. And then you have a Russia that is aggressive. And so just in recent times, Russia rolled over neighboring Georgia. Mm -hmm around 2008, then they became aggressive with the, uh, in the Crimea around 2014. Mm -hmm. And here we are in our day, um, and the most recent headline that everybody's talking about everywhere mm -hmm. is Russia is invading the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. It's not a, are they gonna do it? Or when are they gonna do it? It's, they're actually doing it. And when you look at where the, where, where the Ukraine is relative to Russia, that's in the direction of Israel. So I guess what we're trying to say is this whole northern invasion of the land of Israel, spearheaded by Russia, that Ezekiel, as an exilic prophet, talked about mm -hmm. 2,600 years ago. And Gesenius in 1842 gave us the proper interpretation of it. Um, it's no longer something to debate. It's, it's happening. I love what I'm hearing because what you're saying is the Bible is the Word of God and it's alive. Amen? Of course, and, and that, you know, people like us, you know, we need proof. I mean, we can't just believe something because something claims to be God's Word. Mm -hmm. And this, to me, is the ultimate proof that the Bible is God's Word. And so I guess my point is history has caught up to the time period that the Bible predicts. And so the whole scenario uh, that Gesenius interpreted and Ezekiel under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit saw is completely and totally credible. And unfolding right before our very eyes. And to not see it is basically to deliberately, and I use that word on purpose, okay. deliberately, is to deliberately put your head in the sand, which is sadly what a lot of evangelical Christianity is doing with these ancient prophecies. And may that not be said of our viewers. Uh, it's so important that we say, wow, this is one of the pillars the Lord uses to distinguish himself from the other gods, from the false gods, right. is the prophetic word of God. He will declare from old things not yet seen, right? And they come to pass, just like Isaiah spoke about as well. Now, now of course, you know, we lived in Israel. Yes. Uh, we're now living in Texas. That's why we get to have great interviews like this with you, yep. uh, but we lived up in the north in Israel, and, and the Russians and the Persians were right up there in the, uh, the Syrian-Israeli border, mm -hmm. yes, and there's the Russian, uh, really close to the border anyhow, and, and then there's the Russian uh, naval base up there, mm -hmm. and, and these things are right out of Ezekiel 38, along with the flexing, the muscle flexing we're seeing with Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, think, think about it from this angle. Um, not only do you have the conglomeration of nations, but they're cooperating with each other. And they're on Israel's northern border. 
So the big three, you know, we talked a little bit about Russia, Rosh, but there's also, we believe Turkey is in the mix. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned Persia. Well, you read about Persia in the Bible. Uh, the books of Esther, Nehemiah, Ezra were all written during the Persian period. Mm -hmm. And Persia continued as a modern day country. And in 1935, Persia changed its name to Iran. And then in 1979, the character of Iran changed because you have the deposing of the Shah and replacing him with the Ayatollah in 1979, you re you'll recall. And so I guess my point is <laughs> Persia or Iran used to be a pro-Western, pro-Israel country. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all shifted. That's right. And Israelis used to take their vacations in Turkey. Well, that's all shifted. You know, my grandmother used to say, my Jewish grandmother used to say, oh, Turkey has been such a good friend to Israel through all these hard times. Well, if she were alive today, she'd be singing a very different tune, right? And you, you can see how crazy some of Ezekiel's prophecies seemed uh, with, all, with the character of these nations changing. Right. Rosh, uh, Persia, Turkey, etc. And we're living in a time period where... These nations, their character has changed, and they're all cooperating with each other. And so the whole Ezekiel 38 and 39 paradigm is completely credible and believable. So, so incredible and so exciting. At the same time, if you don't know the Lord, kind of scary. And so when we come back after this break, uh, I'd like to ask you to look at some of these passages with us, Andy, and, and we'll continue to see the Lord unpack these things in this program and on our new screens, I'm sure. And also, you're going to have an opportunity to get uh, Dr. Andy Wood's book, Middle East Meltdown, in just a moment as well. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus, he's coming for us any moment. I'm just very grateful that Watch Therefore Ministries is promoting uh, a recent book that I wrote. Um, the title of it is The Middle East Meltdown. The subtitle is The Coming Islamic Invasion of Israel. And it's a book about Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39, which we believe is in play as we speak in real time. And the book is designed for people that may have absolutely no familiarity with Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39. The chapters may seem very mysterious and mystical to them, and they want to know what God says in those chapters. And so those chapters describe a tremendous northern invasion that will come against Israel in the last days. It's one of the key chapters to talk about when we get into the subject of Bible prophecy. So it answers the questions of those chapters using the journalistic method. Who is involved? Uh, when is this battle going to take place? Why is the battle going to happen? What's going to be the outcome? And how is the world stage being set up for the fulfillment of these things? And then following those journalistic, asking and answering those journalistic questions, it gives seven points of application and a very clear presentation of the gospel at the end. And so I hope people will take advantage of the offer. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom 
work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. 200 countries, 200 million homes. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready, and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for, for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I wanna talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I wanna say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great savior, Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers, and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail, at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. And maybe you're just joining us now. We have a very special guest who's talking about things that are increasingly leaping off our news screen, something very timely right now. And we're so thankful to have Dr. Andy Woods, pastor of Sugarland Bible Church, with us today on the program. Well, it's always a pleasure you know, to be here when you're in town, I always relish the opportunity, so thank you. Yeah, hallelujah. Well, uh, we've been talking about Ezekiel 38, yeah. and we discussed before the break that we would look at a, some of the passages more specifically. So, uh, uh, Pastor Andy, what are some of the things you wanted to discuss in this segment of the program? Well, earlier, you know, verses 2 through 7, it mentions about nine 
players, and the big three we think are Russia, Iran, Turkey, and mm -hmm. talked about that whole alliance is now forming and credible mm -hmm. against Israel. But I, I was just kind of looking down at my Bible here, and you go to verse 8, and it talks about this invasion happening when Israel has been regathered from many nations. Would you like to read that passage? Sure. Verse 8 says, After many days you, that's this um, conglomeration of nations, mm -hmm. will be summoned in the latter years. You will come into the land that is restored from the sword, whose inhabitants have been gathered from many nations, to the mountains of Israel, which have been a continual waste. But its people were brought out from the nations as they are living securely, all of them. So you'll notice that this, given 2,600 years ago, is predicting that this invasion will occur when Israel's been regathered from the nations, mm -hmm. plural. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously something much bigger than Ezekiel's day, the return from Babylon in his time oh. period. It's talking about a return from worldwide dispersion. Absolutely. And ever since AD 70, when the Romans you know, displaced Israel from her land, she's been in what is known as the diaspora, mm -hmm. where she's been you know, pushed into all of the surrounding nations. That's right. And then God says, I'm going to summon you back from the nations and bring you into your own land. And that's when this invasion will occur. I hope people are reading their newspapers because this is happening right before our very, Right very in eyes. front of us. And then it says, I'm going to bring you against the mountains of Israel. That's right. Now, it's sort of interesting that pre-1967, uh, um, were there a lot of mountains in Israel? Obviously, there were some, but, you know, post June 5th, 1967, which is the Six-Day War, when Israel, in a war of self-defense, got back what we call Judea and Samaria mm -hmm. uh, and the old city of Jerusalem. That's right. Uh, now you have more mountains in Israel, and then one of our most recent presidents comes along and allows Israel to annex the Golan Heights, and so that's more mountains in Israel. Mm -hmm. And so, um, my goodness, how, how do we miss that detail? Uh, I've been reading this for a long time, and I've always skipped over the mountains. And yet, as you read through these chapters, it says mountains, 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 over and over again. And here we are in modern times where we now have the mountains in Israel necessary for the stage to be set for this invasion. We lived very close to those mountains. Uh, right out our back door was the Sea of Galilee. We've moved back to Texas recently uh, for a time, for a season. And uh, we've been up on those Golan Heights. We've done programs right there at the Syrian-Israeli, basically demilitarized zone. And right across from where we were, our Persian military. Mm -hmm. And not far from there, Russian military, very close to the border of Israel. Mm -hmm. I would love for some of our mathematical w genius types to, to look into this and just talk about probability. What are the chances? <laughs> right. I mean, you've got Israel, you've got, they've got the conglomeration of nations. Yes. The nations are cooperating with each other. We've got the mountains in Israel. Persia threatening to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. Yeah. And Iran close, you know, to becoming yeah. nuclear, etc. But just to add one more thing to the mix, mm -hmm. as you get on to verse 13, do you mind if I just read Please verse 13? Do. It says, Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish with all its villages will say to you, have you come to capture spoil? And that's the key word I would focus on. Have you assembled your company to seize plunder, to carry away silver and gold, 
to take away cattle and goods and to capture spoil. So it seems to be talking about wealth within Israel. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Mark Twain, you know, visited that land, the Holy Land, in 1867. And he wrote about it in his book called Innocence Abroad, entitled Innocence Abroad in 1869. Mm -hmm. And he says there's nothing here but a barren expanse. He spoke of the, of the wasteland of the Holy Land. And he couldn't imagine how it would be any more than that. And here we are today where Israel has produced a gross domestic product that's outstripped its neighbors. Right. And that's what is the motive for this invasion. So you have potential oil discoveries in Israel. You have um, the, the wealth of mineral deposits in the Dead Sea. Israel's becoming a high-tech uh, a high-tech superpower, and the shekel is one of the strongest currencies in the world right now. Yeah, a lot of the gizmos that we're so accustomed to today, uh, yeah. you, you, get, you get into the origin of those and their background is their Israeli-made. and The Bible leaping fact, off the pages. You've got natural gas discoveries in the Mediterranean Sea. The biggest sea. in history. <laughs> and uh, my goodness, this is exactly what Ezekiel said. They're yeah. coming for spoil, and even recently with uh, Russia moving into the Ukraine. Uh, why are they doing that? Most people believe they want a warm water port. So there's a lot of financial motivation in what Putin is doing. And apparently he's eventually gonna see what Israel has and that's what's gonna spearhead this invasion. It will be a hook in the jaws. <laughs> the Lord writes, the yeah. Spirit of the Lord writes through Ezekiel, yes. What a, an amazing time to be alive. What, uh, I mean, these are things, as we spoke about earlier, that we've been learning for decades, yet even though that we've been learning and teaching these things, and I've been hearing about these things since uh, the late 60s, early 1970s, yep. it's still amazing to watch played out right in front of our, our very eyes. The book, the pages are leaping off of our news screens even today. Yeah, and even in some of the details, uh, Sheba and Dedan, for example, I think the two of us would interpret that as Saudi Arabia. Absolutely, yes. And it talks about these groups not liking this invasion, but sort of staging a lame protest. Mm -hmm. And along come the Abraham Accords, where you have these Gulf states entering into, which is very close to Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. And they say at the time of this recording, Saudi Arabia is the next one to fall under the auspices of these so-called Abraham Accords. But those are basically trade agreements, normalization agreements with Israel. And the motivation of that is the threat of what? Iran, Iran. Persia, right? So you see a scenario in place where Saudi Arabia won't like the invasion. Mm -hmm. And that's what Ezekiel foresaw 2,600 years ago. What a book, Pastor Andy. <laughs> what a book, yeah. amen? It's, it's amazing. Yes, it is. Well, you know, there's some good news that yeah. we were discussing about this. Why don't you uh, unpack that a little bit, too? How about a little good news, folks? Yeah, well, unfortunately, sometimes the way we teach prophecy is we teach it as gloom and doom because yeah. we're kind of selective in how we approach it. But, you know, there's something very happy that happens at the end of this book um, or the end of these chapters, I should mm -hmm. say. I mean, this is the end game. If folks will go to chapter 39, verse 29, uh, it says, God says, I will not hide my face from them any longer, 
for I will have poured out my spirit on the house of Israel, declares the Lord. And so it's almost as if the Lord is putting his covenanted nation in a situation where they have no one to trust in other than God. And when you think about it, that's a pretty good place to be in. Well said. And I think all of us in our our walk with the Lord, God puts us in those positions sometimes. And that's what he's doing with Israel. And when they don't have a friend in the world, they cry out to the Lord. And the Lord comes through and not only saves them physically from this invasion, but he saves them spiritually. Pastor Andy, it's almost like the Lord has a plan. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and, And so he has one. And, and you know, he also has one for born-again disciples of Messiah Jesus, Jew and Gentile. In this, oh, oh, God forbid we use this word, in this dispensation, yeah. in this time, yeah. right? And, and, and so, hallelujah, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us, isn't he? Andy? Absolutely. And it's, it's, um, you know, it's an exciting time to be alive, and it's a great opportunity to proclaim you know, the gospel. Yeah, and let's do that now. You can receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. You can see these things and hear these things from the Spirit of the living God as He makes the Word of God come alive to you today because He loves you. And He wants to save you. He wants to give you a new life. He wants to forgive you of every sin you've ever committed. That's why He sent our Savior Jesus a couple thousand years ago to live a sinless life, to die on the cross that His innocent blood would pay for every time we've lied, cursed God's name, stolen, and much, much more. Yes. What do you need to do? He says, repent and believe in the gospel. Turn away in your heart even now. Begin to turn away from your sins and believe that Jesus the Lord died for you on the cross because he loves you and he rose again. He's alive. And call upon his name now. Oh, save me, Lord Jesus. I want to follow you. I want to, I want to be part of your plan of love, grace, and mercy and be saved. Oh, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. If you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Christ Jesus. Pastor Andy, would you take a moment as we're about finished for today, would you pray for our viewers today? Sure. Father, we're just grateful for this program, grateful for your prophetic word, grateful for your gospel. And we just pray as many people out there as possible would hear this message, trust in the finished work of the Savior, and believe the gospel message and be saved. And we trust you for this great work. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Pastor Andy, what a great blessing to have you on the program today. And I really encourage everyone watching to plug in to what the Lord is doing right now with your heart, your mind, and life. And more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus, he's coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, We're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch, therefore, and be ready. 
are slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back and restore what belongs What belongs 